Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. What are your three pillars of wealth creation? Three pillars today? Three pillars. Uh, three pillars would be our apartment buying. That's our, 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 our apartments, right? The ones we own. That's our horizontal income. The other pillar is the uh, course, right? And that's doing really, really well. So I'm really excited about that. This is more, uh, I'm super excited about education uh, and uh, online content, which would be wrapped into that. That would be another pillar of uh, the things I do online. Um, and the third thing is I'm a member of GoBundance. You're a member of GoBundance. Um, and I'm an ambassador for GoBundance. So um, as people come into GoBundance, new members, uh, I'm one of the people that screens them, that has to talk to them. And I get paid to do that, uh, which is what I love. I love being able to talk to new people because it's quality over quantity. GoBundance is big on putting quality people in. And not just anybody. So I love playing a role on that. And I love making sure that the right people are getting into this, uh, getting into this group. You know, I think for me, I sit down and ask myself three questions minimally once a year, if not, you know, biannually now. They're like, what do you want? Why do you want it? And who do you have to become to get it? Like what for me to get to the next evolution of my portfolio growth or personal growth? I need to fully understand what do I want? Why do I want? Why am I going after this? And then um, what what do I, who do I have to become? Like, what are the mindset skills and networks I need to have in place in order to achieve that? Because that's constantly changing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, you should be looking at that, like you said, like minimum once a year, but maybe even more, you know, what do you want? Why? Why do you really want that? And it might end up, finding out that that's not really what you want once you go through that part process. But then, and then who do you need to become? Like you, you've, you're always got to be continuing to improve yourself. So who do you need to become to get to there? That's so valuable. So I really appreciate that. I'm going to approach the question a little bit um, philosophically and less tangibly, because I think that um, that's more helpful. The three things that I would say, especially in this modern society is one, um, pick a specialty. I find that in today's uh, commerce landscape, folks are so concerned in many cases, especially younger generations about missing out on the next hot thing or missing out on the boat, that they're yeah. constantly trying to find the next big thing that'll get them wealthy yeah. or rich. And in the process, you, you look back 20 years and you're saying, well, how did I get here? Because you never really tethered yourself to something and gave yourself the opportunity to be successful in it, mm. build up the hours of expertise in it, yeah. right? Um, the, the second pillar I would say is consistency. Again, this is a very boring trait, right? To just be able to, to say, hey, I'm going to go out, I'm going to buy multifamily and I'm going to rinse, repeat. I'm going to buy, I'm going to renovate, I'm going to refi and I'm going to repeat. And I'm not going to get distracted and I'm going to stay on, on that path. You don't know how many inspirational folks that I've met that would be, you know, 78 years old, 
you see them in a coffee shop, you'd never think, you know, anything special. And they busy like amassed this empire. And you say, how yeah. the heck did you do that? And you and, and, and we're trained again to think like, look, you know, no bash on NFTs. I love comic books. I'm a collector. So all that stuff's cool to me. But, you know, you, you, you get wrapped up in who's the next big NFT king or the next big crypto king. And you yeah. forget you can be consistent and get there. And then the third, again, this is all falling on the same thread is patience, right? It's okay not to make your first million a year after you started your business, right? Yeah. Don't look at yourself as a failure or as someone who didn't succeed because you yeah. didn't do that. Again, that's that's something that's fed to us, um, and, and and it's not true. Yeah. So show especially the patience, today. especially today. It's not easy to make money, um, and 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 the journey matters. So. If you're finding yourself in a position where you're making progress and you're not moving as fast as you want to, but you're still getting there, you should feel good about that and keep pushing. Don't let society tell you that because you haven't made a gazillion dollars and you're not, you know, a Kardashian, um, uh, that that you're that you're not successful. Yeah. Um, so those yeah. are the three things I would say. Love it. Love it. Love love all of those. I mean, okay. On that last point, it's you know, so many people very few people get there really fast. It's just that you see that right there. That's the story. And, and so a lot of people tell that story. And by the way, most people don't tell it when they crash and burn shortly. <laughs> so, you know, just, just hold on. And if you're in real estate or if you're a business owner, 99% of the people, it's going to take a while. It's a get rich slow type of deal. When Friday comes around, if you're bummed out that it's the weekend because you're not mm. working, you got a problem. <laughs> That's what I think. I, uh, I want to go through a weekend looking forward to Monday when I can play with all the people in my world that are in my business, right? So, because, so don't have a case of the Fridays, right? Yeah, I think if you do, you, you, in my mind, you've messed up. You need to yeah. change some things and it's sad. So um, I think that... If, you know, and this isn't saying that, you know, I, I love every single day of my life, but I think some days are hard. They are. I mean, you gotta, I always say you gotta, you gotta play in the, in the red if you want to enjoy the black. Right. So I think if you can surround yourself with people that, that don't cause you stress every time you walk in the room with them, and these are your coworkers, I think that's, that's super important. Um, and I think that, you know, as far as wealth creation, having the freedom to do whatever you want to do. I mean, that's what money is for, right? To not hold you back. And I know a lot of people that have all the money in the world and, you know, they just, they're, they're scared to, to leave their little box that they put themselves in. They don't travel. They don't do what they want to do. And, um, you know, to, I think to be abundant in that mindset of, of do what you want when you want. And um, if you can do that, then in my mind, that's the very definition of, of wealth. You know, number one, as I've mentioned, is um, relationships mm. and using your relationships because that's how it's how we've gotten every building that we've gotten. It's how I've gotten every job I've ever had is through my networking, through relationships and uh, being me. The second would be uh, through adventure and risk-taking and challenging 
ourselves uh, and our kids and just life in general, challenging the status quo. And number three is, uh, and this is one I'm working on, but it's time blocking. Mm. <laughs> uh, because in order to be like the extraordinary effort, okay, the unwavering faith is all this other stuff, the mindset, but the extraordinary effort, like that takes time. Yeah. And when you're an entrepreneur, you wake up every day and you're like, okay, what am I going to do today? Yeah. What's yeah. on the agenda? Like it's on you. It's on you. 100%. It's on you to plan every day. My, my girlfriend is an eye surgeon. And the other day I saw her and she was like, Tori, how do you do that every day? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, how do I do that? I was like, how do you, how do you operate on eyeballs? You know, every day, you know, to me, it seems crazy what she's doing, but she was like, no, I mean, I walk into work and I've got my day is just right ahead of me. Yeah. How do you wake up every day and know what you need to do to drive you know, drive the train. And so my, my new year's resolution this year is time blocking mm -hmm. because time blocking and making time for those phone calls, every phone call could change your life. Sharon Lecter just told me a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so you got to make those, if you know that every phone call is going to change your life, you better darn well plan the time for when you're going to make those phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. You got to fit those in your day. And if you're just planning on doing stuff, stuff just happens. And it's it usually does. not the stuff that you want to happen or at the right time. Right. So stuff will happen. Your day will get filled. What are you filling it with? I think that's the biggest question. So exactly. I, I love, I love time blocking. It has helped me a ton. Uh, I used to not time block either or, very, or at least very effectively. Right. Uh, oh. And I still struggle with it. It's still a struggle, but you're right. Like, an eye surgeon knows like that person showing up, you've got a, a, you know, a patient showing up at this time, you're going to do this X, Y, Z, boom. Like this is your day. It's already scheduled out for us. So many things that are floating around and you get interruptions, you, you know, you get a phone call that comes in or whatever, an email or something you like, you have to be able to time block and you have to be able to delegate and move things around and, uh, yeah, it, it can be very challenging, but it's exciting too, at the same time. It is. It's exciting. It's a work in progress. Every day. <laughs> always. always. <laughs> We're always a work in progress. If you're not, well, then you're probably, uh, probably not growing anymore. And man, I always say, if you're not growing, you're dying easily. The first one is be patient and think long-term, right? Like every, if you're going to build something that's bigger than yourself, you have to think long-term. Don't think short-term results. Um, and then the velocity of capital is really important. It's not only am I investing my money, but it's also how fast can I get my money back to de-risk my investment? And it kind of runs along the same vein of Warren Buffett for rule one of investing is don't lose money. Mm -hmm. And then um, really, you know, once you start getting into the higher tax brackets. It's about like, you know, what kind of tax incentives do you have and tax like harbor sheltering can you have? Because yeah. then your like trajectory of money goes like a, a much higher uh, than it would if you're going to get taxed a lot. So just taking advantage of that. Okay. Well, the first one's obvious real estate. It's the tool, the vehicle to get me where yeah. I couldn't get without um, 
you know, doing the other things that I tried, none of them work. So real estate is the first one, it's the vehicle. But yeah. like I said, I don't have the passion for it. So the next pillar is something called who, not how. And mm. the fact that I could not do the work myself, but I figured out who I could yeah. partner with. And yeah. that was, that. that allowed me to scout. And the third one is the power of leverage because of, because of my mm. job as a banker, uh, you were getting paid on, you know, I'll just use the going back to the same example, bought the first house for 70, put 15 into it, praised for 115. We just had that house appraised this last year, $325,000 and the house is paid off. Wow. And I, and I never put a dime of my own money into that one. It was wow. all borrowed money. So essentially it's like, that is why real estate is such a powerful tool. Yeah. And if you don't ever buy something, you don't ever experience it. But literally every single person that's had lived in more than one house can look back years and see the original house they they purchased, see what they bought it for and see what it's worth today on Zillow or something and say, man, I should have kept that house. And everybody yep. says that, but nobody does it. Yep. Yep. That, and that that's a perfect example of the power of leverage is, is that property right there. That's a, that's amazing. I guess I would start with like, you know, I guess I mentioned this even in the kind of like daily practices, but like, I think number one, if you're just out trying to sell a widget, do a thing, find an angle on the market, the fuel to be successful is going to run out. I think deep down, you need to align the work you're doing with what you're here to do and only you can figure that out. So I think taking the time on self-awareness and like really listening to yourself about, you know, what is it that you're passionate about and where is it that you want to drive um, work in your lifetime? And it could just be economic returns in a certain way. It really motivates you. That's fine. And hyper-focus on that. Um, but doing the work to to pick that thing, I really believe if we ground into like what we're passionate about, what we're here to do, we will attract um, great opportunities and it'll be the right fuel to do more of it and to grow and, and be successful. And then whenever you find that angle on what it is, you find your work, you find your angle on what that is. I think it's key to be pretty transparent about what you make and what you spend and realistic about it. I think we live in a world that like almost idealizes, like taking out an extra credit card, go on the investment, do the training, do the extra thing. And, and that's our norm is, you know, if you can afford this much in a mortgage, buy the most expensive house. And yeah. yeah. And I, I think that does not serve us. I think it just, it serves to drain us of, um, our real long-term desires and goals. So, and I think a lot of times we have a hard time, people have a hard time adjusting their lifestyle to their, their actual income and compensation. And so I think just being really realistic about that. I mean, it's something my husband and I do with my kids all the time is we're just talking, you know, anything's available to you, but it's a family choice. And, and is that our value? Like we are excited about these goals. We're excited about those goals. Um, the kids, my kids, my nine and six year old talk about being excited about growing the business. Like they want to do that. So how does that fit into the, the rest of their expectations for life and activities and stuff? Um, so just as uncomfortable as it is, I think then transparency with yourself and your partner, if you have a partner, you share that, that with about like, what, you know, what are we making? What are our goals? And setting up a lifestyle that we feel um, rich with abundance and aligned with that stuff, you know? I know a lot of people love Dave Ramsey. He has some pretty similar thinking. We love to leverage our cash and debt for real estate, um, but kind of live that way otherwise. If it's not a pass-through and business expense, I don't really like debt at all. It's just not my deal. Yep. So being I'm, I'm cash saying. positive. Yeah, I, I think cash positive is is key um, so that you feel like you're you're building your own safety net. You're, you're investing in your own goals and what you want. And then I would say the third is just consistency. 
Like if you can, if you can do those things, if you can be aligned with like listening to your soul and then trying to make sure you're kind of given a good look at what your goals are and your income and how you're investing, do that with consistency. I think you can generate wealth and do really well um, and not get swayed by all the other things that are, are going on and ways people are spending money and showing up. Uh, consistency, consistency, and consistency. Hmm. Um, I, I would say those are really the the three most important things, whatever it is that you choose to do, you know, sort of whether it's marketing your business or networking or talking with brokers or whatever it is that you're doing, like you have to do it consistently, right? So when, when people ask me like, well, how do you get investors? You know, I say, well, there's lots of different ways you can get investors. You could start a podcast, you could have a Facebook group, you could have, you could go out and network one-on-one, but the thing is that you have to do it consistently. They'll all work if you, but you have to do yeah. them. You can't go out yeah. and network one time and then say, good oh, point. That, that didn't work. So I'll do a podcast. And then you put up two episodes and then yep. you're like, oh, that didn't work. So I'll try a Facebook group. It, it almost doesn't matter what you do, but do it, own it, stick with it. And that's the key to success. Yeah. 100%. It's so easy to get you know, I think it's part of that shiny object or whatever. You just like, you get distracted so easy. You say, oh, I'm going to try this. Ah, oh, it didn't work. It did. You know, I, I hosted a meetup and only three people came. I'm not going to host a meetup anymore. Well, you've hosted one. Like, of course, three people are going to show up. How about you host 50 of them and see what happens? I think people don't realize um, how long it takes these things to get traction, right? But then once you get the traction, how easy it is to maintain the traction. Then you can maintain. Yes. Yeah. I, lo I love that. Absolutely. I think one of the key things is humility um, to know, um, to know what you don't know and, and to, which is a big issue in the medical community because we're, we're kind of trained as surgeons to be macho and yeah. like, we know everything we're, we, we flex our muscle. We want to show our chest hair and. Well, you're the smartest to, ones in the room or at yeah. least. Yes, you've got yeah. the most amount of school, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think humility is, is super important. Um, I think commitment to a, a lifelong learning. So mm -hmm. in other words, you know, there's always something new that you can learn. And if you think the learning stops at school, you probably shouldn't uh, be a, a, a more active investor because you've got to constantly be learning. Um, and then lastly, I think is, you know, the mentorship and, and finding, finding people and building a team around you that can help complement, um, cause you, you can't do everything about wealth management by yourself. Um, you need, a, you need a team of people around you and you, you want to be maybe the architect of your wealth plan, but, um, you, you need, you need people around you to help support you. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up, go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So 
Uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com, and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.